Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. This is the Sunday Science Supplement for July 4th. I'm Dr. Nikki Ackermans, and today we're going to break down one of the science headlines of the week. On Thursday, we talked about Maine joining Washington as the second U.S. state to pass a law largely banning facial recognition technology. Their new law makes an exception for police if there's a probable cause that the unidentified person committed a serious crime, and it also fixes loopholes used in the past, like going through other agencies or third-party companies for back-channel searches. But for now, let's take a closer look into the science behind facial recognition technology. Facial recognition tech made its debut in the 1960s, where the coordinates of facial features in a photograph had to be set by a human on a computer. Today, facial recognition has become almost ubiquitous, being used to unlock our phones, cross borders between countries, or check into work. Traditional facial recognition algorithms work by distinguishing landmarks that make up most faces, such as the distance between the eyes, the width of the nose, or the depth of the eye sockets. The algorithm then assigns points to these landmarks to create a numerical code called a face print. At first, only 2D images could be used for recognition algorithms and were only accurate if the subject was looking directly at the camera without a different facial expression or different lighting than the image it was compared to in the database. Today, however, the software is able to make up a 3D map of facial landmarks based on bone structure, and it has the potential to recognize a subject at a 90-degree angle and profile in the dark. Recognition algorithms either use a geometric approach, looking at distinguishing features, or a photometric approach that distills the image into values and then compares these values with templates using various statistical methods. One problem facing these algorithms is low-resolution images, like those from CCTV. Face hallucination algorithms can improve low-resolution by generating more detail. When they are applied to these low-res images, they can enhance them by using example-based machine learning with image enhancement techniques called pixel substitution or nearest-neighbor distribution. Indexes can also incorporate data from demographic-related facial characteristics. Face hallucination algorithms also work on disguised faces to remove sunglasses, for example. In order to identify a face, an existing image or video is scanned into the software and the system detects where the face is, determines the head's position, and measures its curves to a sub-millimeter scale in order to create a template which is translated into a code. The code is then compared to all the face codes in the database in search for a match. Some difficulties still exist with 2D databases being incompatible with 3D images, but algorithms are being developed to convert these databases into 3D. But facial landmarks are not the only variables being used to verify identity. Surface texture analysis uses the unique distribution of pores, lines, and color in skin texture to form a skin print that can increase accurate identification up to 20% when combined with the traditional facial recognition software. Cutting-edge facial recognition systems can also reconstruct a face using partial data sets, in the case of individuals wearing a face mask, for example. Reconstructions have gone from 14 key facial points in 2017 to 240 points in 2020, making partial face identification much more accurate. But what happens when two people look very similar? This is called the evil twin phenomenon in the face recognition fields. 
One solution that Apple appears to be testing is subepidermal imaging, which uses the unique pattern of blood vessels under the facial skin to identify an individual. It involves using some machine learning models to analyze the data captured by Face ID, but this is yet to be seen if this technology will make it to the mainstream. Although algorithms are getting better and better at identifying faces, they also have some weaknesses. Recognition is much less accurate when it comes to faces imaged from the profile, even with 3D reconstruction, and varying facial expressions also lowers efficiency. During the Hong Kong protests, for example, which began in 2019, specifically designed haircuts and makeup, also known as computer vision dazzle, rose in popularity as they had been shown to introduce errors into recognition patterns. In a similar fashion, Japanese researchers created privacy visor glasses that use infrared and light reflective material to mask facial angles and trick the software. Facial recognition systems are also much less accurate when it comes to transgender and non-binary people whose faces are used less often in machine learning training datasets for the systems. Databases lack certain diversity to the point that cisgender males with long hair confuse these systems as well. Another form of inequity was revealed in 2019 by a study done by the National Institute of Standards and Technology stating that Asian and African American people were up to 100 times more likely to be misidentified than white men, and Native Americans had the highest rate of false positives in all ethnicities of the study. Making facial recognition more accurate and thus more effective is a thin line researchers have been skirting for years. And the scientific community has been pushing back against the unethical use of their work and requiring stricter regulations and ethical considerations in facial recognition research. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com and remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. You can suggest which science headline you want me to cover next week by tweeting at Daily Tech News SH. And you can also find me on Twitter at Ackermans Nicole. I also host a non-science podcast called Stories You're Grinning Never Told. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.